Hello. Welcome to the Mindful Motherhood Podcast. I invite you to stop, breathe, and mindfully explore ways to better understand and manage the daily struggles of motherhood. I'm your host, Maggie Metz. Today we're going to practice a mindfulness exercise I've creatively named Guilt Release and talk about mom guilt with my friend Lisa Knopfsinger. I now invite you to practice with me a mindfulness exercise, Guilt Release. If you are able, find a comfortable seated position. Roll your shoulders up, back, and down away from your ears. Close your eyes. Begin taking deep cycles of breath, inhaling through your nose, and exhaling through your nose. Try to maintain these deep cycles of breath throughout the entire exercise. Now think about the last time you did something for someone else. Prepared a meal. Folded laundry. Wiped a rear end. Yeah. There's probably a plethora of things that come to mind when you reach for an example of something you've done for someone else. Okay, now think about the last time you did something for yourself. If you're a busy mom like me, I'm willing to bet it's much more difficult to find examples of things you have done for yourself. Take a deep breath in through your nose as you recognize the fact that you do so much for others. Now exhale as you release any guilt that you are holding onto as a result of feeling like you don't do enough. Inhale and recognize the fact that you deserve a break. And exhale as you release any guilt that you are holding on to as a result of practicing self-care. Inhale, as you recognize the fact that your capacity to give to others will increase as you continue to care for yourself. And exhale, as you release any guilt that you are holding onto as a result of caring for yourself. Good. 
Continue deep breathing, inhaling through your nose and exhaling through your nose as you start to bring awareness to your body. Notice how you feel seated in an upright position, the same position in which you started this exercise. Notice places where tension still resides, as well as places where tension might have been released. Gently, and without any judgment at all, compare how you feel now to how you felt at the beginning of the exercise. Hopefully, after practicing this mindfulness exercise, you notice you are feeling free of guilt that you have released undue fault, blame, and shame, and that you are feeling more calm and relaxed. Feel free to pause here and practice releasing guilt for as long as you'd like. But when you're ready to move on, take one more deep cleansing breath and open your eyes to a soft gaze. Practicing releasing guilt can be so helpful for those of us that tend to struggle with feelings of guilt after indulging in self-care. It is a healthy way of letting go of the undue guilt, shame, and blame that we place on ourselves for taking a much-needed break from the 24-7 task of keeping tiny humans alive. It allows us to clear out those negative thoughts of self-degradation and make space for recognizing that you do so much. You deserve a break, and you are enough. Today we have a special guest, Lisa Knopfsinger, with us to talk about mom guilt. Lisa is a mother of two with one on the way and wife to a thoughtful, personable, hardworking, and considerate man with whom she owns a local restaurant. In addition to caregiving for her two sons nearly 24-7, she runs the marketing, social media, and helps with day-to-day operations of their business. Lisa is a musician, writer, photographer, and also enjoys cooking, baking, being in nature, and taking long, long walks. Her favorite fictional characters are all the main characters from the cast of New Girl because they all make her laugh until her sides ache and tears stream down her face. I am so excited to introduce you to this friend of mine because she is one of the most real mamas I know. She is cute and funny and so hands-on with her kiddos, and I just know you're going to love her. So, without further ado, Lisa, welcome to the Mindful Motherhood Podcast. 
thank you for having me. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm so excited to have you with me today to talk about mom guilt. But why don't you start off by telling us a little bit about your motherhood journey? Well, I have two beautiful sons, uh, Addie and Arlo, and they're four and a half and two and a half. And we have another on the way, which we're really excited about. My first son was born. My husband and I, we were in the throes of renovating and preparing to open our restaurant. Mm. So the restaurant was opened when my son was five months old. And that kind of meant that the theme for most of our parenting journey from day one has involved juggling being present, connected parents mm. while also running a business. Mm -hmm. And that has been really tricky. But this year, especially with the pandemic and being stuck at home for a lot of it, I've just finally started to find a rhythm with my family life and my personal life and my work priorities. It's been really tough and frustrating at times, but I feel like a stronger parent, especially after this past year. Like in some ways I've really dropped the ball, but in other ways, I'm kind of grateful for what our personal challenges have brought to our family because they've kind of set my priorities straight a little bit. The struggle of running a business during a pandemic and running a business from home with my kids under my feet. It's kind of created this new sense of loyalty within me to my family, mm. like a closeness that I don't think would have gone so deep if it weren't for how hard this year was yeah, um, and how much you know, we felt like we needed to cling to one another as a family. But mm. yeah, I love that. That's really neat. So in what ways has mom guilt presented in your motherhood journey? What does it feel like? And when have you noticed it happening? Mom guilt can show up in nearly any situation for me. And I think a lot of parents feel like that. Yeah. But for me personally, um, mom guilt often manifests itself in two very different types of situations. One type of situation is when I've made a clear mistake pertaining directly to my kids. Like maybe I've spoken to them harshly or I've been hurtful or I've poorly handled a situation with them. I personally, I tend to carry those situations very heavily and then I tend to beat myself up about them. But another type of situation where I experience mom guilt, which is very different from the first, is when I'm taking care of or investing in myself. Mm. Yeah. Which <laughs> I'm sure we all feel that mm -hmm. from time to time. But if I step back and look at that logically, I know that that's an absolutely absurd thing to feel guilty about. Mm -hmm. Like pre-kids, would we ever have thought twice about 
taking time to ourselves. Like we would have just done it. We've just taken care of ourselves, but I get the sense that it's a very common thing for parents Mm -hmm. and especially mothers to feel like they're doing something wrong when they're doing something for themselves. Yes. That's so good. I can relate 100% with both of those types of guilt that you come across. I think it does make a little more sense just logically that you would feel guilty for lashing out at your children, for example. Yeah. But then it does almost seem silly that we would feel guilty about, you know, asking our significant other if we can go take a bath for 20 minutes. Yeah. Or go for a walk. But why is that silly? Because in my right mind in this moment, that doesn't sound silly. Yeah. But then I think you tapped into something else that's universal though. Like I think probably every mom or at least 95% of moms (laughs) could say that there's been a time when they felt guilty for asking a friend or a family member to be with their child while they go do something. Yeah. And I, I don't, in this moment, nothing comes to mind as to why I would feel guilty for that. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. (laughs) I don't know if you have all the answers for that one or not, but (laughs) I'll take a stab. I don't think it's anything significant, but the only thing that comes to my mind is that maybe, at least for me, there might be a shred of pride or unwillingness to imposition somebody else yeah pride in a bad sense not that like oh I'm a proud mom like I want to be a good mom but in a bad sense of like I'm too proud to ask for help because Mm -hmm. then it looks like I'm weak and I'm not weak I I want to present um, that I'm a strong mom and that I can do it all but really it makes me more weak when I try to do it all. Yeah. So it's this facade that like nobody's buying that. Like nobody would be buying it if I said, oh, I've got this all the time. Like I don't even need my husband. Like I can do it on my own. Nobody would believe that (laughs) anyway. Yeah. um, So I don't know if if that rings true for you or if, if it's something else for you, but I feel like that is the only answer that I have. Yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense. And I think that applies to a lot of people. And I I especially like what you said about, you know, this feeling of imposing. Mm -hmm. Like one time recently, I came out from putting my kids to bed and my husband is in the playroom, like completely cleaning the playroom and putting everything away. And I'm like, you don't have to do that. Like, stop, I'll do it. (laughs) And he looked at me and I don't even think he was trying to like make me feel better. He, but he just looks at me and he goes, why would I stop? They're my kids too. And I was like, oh, like, yeah, (laughs) I didn't make this mess in the playroom. And my husband didn't make this mess in the playroom. And that like hit me like, 
I felt like I was intruding on him, mm-hmm. that I was making him do something that wasn't his job. Mm-hmm. And he was like, actually, it, it is my job. But it woke me up a little bit to, mm-hmm. I don't really feel that pride, like you're saying of, you know, I got this, or this is my responsibility. Mm-hmm. That's really good. What can we do to ease mom guilt? And how have you been able to overcome it, maybe to an extent? Or rather, what does the process of overcoming look like? My process in overcoming mom guilt was not planned out at all. I'm completely winging it right now, like (laughs) trying to figure out how to fight that beast. But as far as how it's gone so far, for me, that regret or that relational mom guilt, uh, the kinds where I've really messed up and I have a lot of apologizing to do with my kids, that used to happen a lot. Like I was totally losing my cool with my boys on a regular basis. And the regret of that and the guilt would set in right away and just live with me throughout my day. Mm. And I hated this season because all I wanted to do was be this fun, loving, connected mom. And I just felt like this irritable monster most of the time. And the guilt it just made everything cyclical because it wasn't helping me move forward. It was just making me feel bad. It was making me more irritable. Yeah. And it took recognizing that to see how much I needed a change in my life. And almost like I had to get to the end of my rope to realize that something had to shift Mm -hmm. it felt really hopeless like how am I ever going to get out of this cycle on my own but I knew that I had to get out of it somehow even if I wasn't quite ready to ask anybody for help so I started with things that I could control so I started with baby steps like little baby steps (laughs) practices that you've talked about a lot things like staying hydrated getting fully dressed in the morning even if I'm not going anywhere making sure I'm actually eating throughout the day instead of just forgetting about that (laughs) one really good thing was listening to more music and not kid music (laughs) Like I actually created my own Spotify account away from the kids because I couldn't listen to Frozen anymore. (laughs) But it was small investments like that that didn't involve me asking for help. And every one of those steps came with mom guilt in some fashion though. Like that horrible little voice that we hear in our heads telling us that we shouldn't go even that extra inch for Mm -hmm. ourselves. Yeah, it sounds like a lot of what you were saying was that 
kind of the baby steps that you started with was just being more mindful. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Which great job doing that because it's not at all easy to do. And it's so counterintuitive and countercultural. Yeah. We're supposed to just drone on and be machines and just do the things and drink all the coffee to be able to do all the things. And it sounds like you were saying you were just bringing attention to what it was you were needing and just mm-hmm. mindfully choosing yourself over and over, even just in little ways. And I think that that is a really great place to start yeah. because it's, it's probably, even though it's hard, it's probably one of the easier ways to begin to care for yourself. It's just little changes like that. Yeah. I'm really glad that you did that and that you shared that because it's super beneficial. Yeah. One of the other small things that I, I mean, I still do it now, but when I was starting off, you know, making these small steps, one of the things that I would do is I would just get my coffee and I would just go to the window and I would look out the window for like a few minutes hmm. and just look up at the sky and just see what the people are doing outside and my neighbors and the trees. And that helps me to feel a little bit less stuck in my house sometimes. Yeah, that's really good. That's perfect. Just being in the moment and being aware of your surroundings and being rather than doing like that is the essence of mindfulness is just to be instead of constantly doing and occupying your mind with your to-do list and so yeah yeah, that's really great yeah so what once I started to practice those small investments in myself throughout the day I was like okay I'm gonna move on to something harder now and Mm -hmm. one of the bigger baby steps that I started to implement was I started setting more personal boundaries with my sons and lovingly sticking with them. Mm. And that came with its fair share of feeling guilty. (laughs) For example, one of these boundaries that I have is uh, making sure that I always close the door when I'm going to the bathroom wow (laughs) yeah like who other than parents has to consider that (laughs) but there were times that my two-year-old would lose his ever loving mind (laughs) over that and I felt so guilty about it because Mm -hmm. he was on the other side of the door crying like I've abandoned him. But I knew I still needed Mm -hmm. that basic privacy for my sanity's sake. So I stuck with it confidently. And that confidence in how much I needed something so simple actually made me feel calmer in those situations yeah so I'm going to lovingly do what I need to do and I'm not gonna let guilt follow me into it when I confidently and kindly kept those boundaries for myself 
I could brave the storm of their disapproval so much easier. Mm -hmm. And because of that, it wasn't ending in me having my own meltdown, which led to less feelings of guilt and regret. Yeah. I love that so much. And that is so important. And not that it's going to be closing the bathroom door for everybody, but like anyone listening, you know yourself better than Lisa and I do. And so whatever it is that you need, like, I feel like it's so important. I mean, the most important thing, maybe, like, to adequately care for ourselves. Yeah. But then maybe the very most hard thing, or most difficult thing to do. Yes. Which is... (laughs) It's not fair. Very strange. It's like, it's like as if breathing... (laughs) to deprive our bodies of oxygen would be like the fastest way to die (laughs) it'd be if breathing were hard like if you have labored breathing and it's something that we just can neglect and we can still survive not as happily oh no (laughs) but yeah I you're just it's almost convicting to me as you're speaking like I'm just so thankful for your words because they challenge me to challenge myself, I guess, to better care for myself and to draw boundaries. And it's just so important. I really appreciate you diving into this and kind of reflecting back through what has been helpful for you. And I can tell that it's been a challenging process for you and that you, you know, it's, you're still walking the journey of, of releasing mom guilt, but it's truly been helpful for me to hear the things that you've said. And I'm taking notes because I want to implement some of these things in my own life. Well, I'll probably have to listen back to this episode a few times because even I like it's it is so difficult to to implement these things in your life. And it's it feels impossible a lot of the time, I think, for a lot of moms. Yeah. To find any kind of time or effort or energy to Mm -hmm. take care of themselves. Yep, for sure. What are some practical ways you can encourage other mamas to let go of mom guilt? And what if it creeps back in? Or maybe more accurately, what can we do when it creeps back in? Yes, when. (laughs) (laughs) From my own journey through this, my greatest takeaways from what I'm learning so far are probably to utilize the practices of reflection and self-confidence. And I don't know actually how 
practical they are. In answer to your question, for most moms um, or parents in general, because both of those things are really hard to implement. You know, like reflection, for instance. Yeah. To be able to stop and reflect deeply on your life, Mm -hmm. you need time and you need silence. (laughs) And many parents are simply not afforded those luxuries. I know that it feels impossible, but I encourage you to make whatever baby steps you can rehumanizing yourself on a daily basis that's going to help you find clarity on what areas that you need to replace guilt with self-confidence but as far as self-confidence goes I would definitely advise never use guilt as a motivator but do use it as an indicator that something might need to change. Mm. And maybe that's a change in your physical world, you know, your schedule or your daily habits, whatever it is. But maybe it's simply a shift in your perception of yourself. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a huge step in letting go of mom guilt there's no guilt in valuing yourself or recognizing your own self-worth and acting on it that's so good lisa thank you so much for sharing that yeah lisa thank you so much for chatting with me today and for sharing a little piece of your motherhood journey with us yeah i'm really glad to chat with you. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening and for taking the time to pause and turn inward today. It is so important to remember to take care of yourself in the midst of caring for everyone else. A special thanks to my friend Lisa for being willing to share with us about the process of overcoming mom guilt. To learn more about her, you can find her on Instagram at Nothouse. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe so you'll never miss a single mindful moment. Until next time, be mindful mama.